Samuel. What's up, Sandra? Dude, it's literally New Year's Day. Yeah, it's January fucking 1st. <laughs> Sam, like, drove to my house. <laughs> brought me 20 quesadillas. Yes. At my mom's request. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your mom, like, me, me encomendo. <laughs> I know. She wants, she loves these quesadillas from the Salvo, uh, Salvadoran panaderia right by your house. Yeah, it's, like, a solid, maybe a mile, not even, I think. No, you're so lucky. We have one aquí, but it's, it's like, not super salvi stock. Like, mm. tienen unos. Like, they yeah. have bolillos and they have, like, random things, but it's not, like, full, full, full. Uh, no, they have like everything there, mm-hmm. everything like every kind of pan pan salvadoreña you can think of. They have it there. They also have a lot of bolillos. That's where my mom gets hers for panes con pollo. But yes, I busted that mission out here just to bring Sandra and her family some quesadillas. So how are you doing today, Sandra? It's January first. What's your shit and giggle? Mm, my shit. But I mean, it wasn't really a shit. It's just that I like stayed home for New Year's Eve, but it wasn't a big deal. I didn't really care to go out. And my giggle was that I made this like fruit cake with my mom. She'd been oh, wanting to make nice. a fruit cake, and like we made it with like a bunch of dried fruit that we had. And nice. then I also helped her with the ham. She made a baked ham, and uh, she baked some yams and some sweet potatoes, and she made I this like that. potato puree. Nice. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah, I know. I was all super good. And my mom cooks a fuck ton of shit. <laughs> it's good. It's all good, though. For sure. Uh, my shit. Similarly, I also just stayed home. So I wasn't going out or anything. You know, I was just chilling at home with the family. And I got kind of annoyed because family's just annoying and, like, talk shit a lot. And my uncle was asking us, like, this very stupid question, which I'll pose right now because I want to share that. And as a Salvadorian person, I'm sure a lot of people will, like resonate with just how stupid it is he was asking us if we were invited to like a high class dinner and if they serve pupusas at said high class dinner would we eat our pupusas with a fork or with our hands (laughs) and so my family being my family picked it apart and we were like who would invite us to a high class dinner like let's be real (laughs) (laughs) and then secondly why would they serve pupusas at a high class dinner like that's not a thing they do and my uncle was like getting all heated and was like just answer the question would you eat it with your hands or with the fork or knife? <laughs> and we were like he's like stretch your imagination for a bit oh my god <laughs> yeah, and we were all like this is fucking stupid and i was just straight up with my hands he's like you would really do that and i'm like yeah that's the ra- like that's how i was raised you know you don't cut the tortilla with a knife that's just not what you do uh-huh. And yeah, he finally dropped it at some point, but we were all heated and we were all like, this is fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, they, they all left before midnight because they wanted to like spend New Year's with their like immediate family also. So it was good because I just got to chill with like my sister, her boyfriend, and my mom. So it was just the four of us. And we all did like a brindis at midnight. So it was cute. My giggle is that I had a lot of affirming moments with people i was texting or just like letting them know how like much good energy i'm wishing for them in the new year and how they return those sentiments so i think that was really good it was a really refreshing start to the year and i don't know i'm just gonna tackle every day with like good thoughts that's good for that that's good yeah i'm excited for that okay so for this episode i'm introducing a song to sandra Mm-hmm. And I'm introducing Just the Way I Like You by Tinashe. Tinashe is one of my fucking faves. I stand for her, along with like 
Ariana Grande and Frank Ocean. <laughs> so the basics. Yeah, the basics. But Tanache is amazing because she's a bisexual woman who's like biracial also. If y'all didn't know, Tanache was on the Polar Express also. <laughs> she was on Two and a Half Men. <laughs> yeah, she was also on. She was like Jake's girlfriend. <laughs> And she's slept on as a music artist. She puts out such great work. She dances. She performs really well. She's so talented. Yeah. She's like a triple threat. Yeah. She can do everything. She can act, sing, and dance. Mm Mm-hmm. And I saw her at San Diego Pride in 2017. She was so good. I was, like, lit on wine. And just, uh, it was amazing. And this song is from her Amethyst mixtape. So she, she's very into crystals and <laughs> horoscopes also. So that's why her album was Aquarius. Yeah. Her mixtape is Amethyst. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So she's like. Super queer. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And um, yeah, this song is basically detailing. She's been single for like five or six years also, by the way. And she keeps it that way because she knows that it's going to get her further in terms of her career and what she wants to do. And she says that like she can't like necessarily open herself up like that but it's a cost of trying to be famous i mean this song was when she was 22 so there's a line that says like i guess that's what it means when you're trying to make it big at 22 and so i think that's very valid for me right now at 22 years old that like these are the years that we gotta like sacrifice a bit to make it bigger and i'm excited to share this song with sandra hopefully she vibes with it i'll probably like it i like tanashi she's cute she's super cute Just the way I like you by Tanache. So Sam has like a tendency to burp <laughs> like in the middle of things. I think it's because I'm talking a lot and it's just like air building up. <laughs> just all the fucking air in yeah, your fucking just, body. Uh, just the hot air. Hot air, all the <laughs> fucking <laughs> bullshit that's in you. <laughs> so that's why we laughed immediately. It's <laughs> like I can't even record. Like <laughs> you just fucking burp. <laughs> but yes. What'd you think of the song, Sandra? The I don't know what that kind of noise is, but like I equate it to when you like get on the freeway and like your windows open. And then <laughs> 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 That's beautiful. That's like the exact 
exact noise that yeah. I was thinking about. Not in a bad way. Like, that's just, I don't know what that noise is. Yeah. But, like, it's like the air, and that's like a prominent feature of the song. Yeah. But I know, I really like the song. And there's another part where it, it completely cuts out at like two points. And I was mm-hmm. like, did the song, end? like, are you buffering? Like, I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like the song was still loading. No. But my computer turned <laughs> off or something. And I was like, oh, but that's the song. And then it ends with Aquarius. No, uh, a- Amethyst. <laughs> not Aquarius, but she's an Aquarius. Yes. And I loved it though. No, she's really talented. And I saw her live at my university. And I was really mad because people were sleeping on her. Like, she was performing, like, her hitters, like, heavy hitters. And people were just like, whatever. And I'm like, fuck you, white crowd. Like, all the POCs were all on the side dancing and shit, getting their fucking groove on. Everyone's, like, on Molly, just, like, being a (laughs) trash audience. And I I hated going to shows in Santa Barbara because the audience was always super lame. Mm. So, fuck Santa Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) But we love Tanache. But we love Tanache, and I like POCs in Santa Barbara, just not the whites in Santa Barbara. That's fair. So, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I'm going to give you a hug. Yay! Yay! I haven't given you a hug. I know. And I know. <laughs> that's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm done! <laughs> oh, but it's it's good. I'm so excited, and I, I'm like really excited because I think we had a good year. I had a pretty good year. We both graduated, mm-hmm. and we like did a lot of good things. And we started like our first adult quote quote adult jobs. Yeah, it's it's been good. I think it's been really good. And then we started the show, obviously, just like a little over a month ago. I feel like 2017 was definitely a rewarding year in terms of growth and personal development. I feel like we both did a lot and experienced a lot and we're just ready. We're like gunning for the next year, I think. And I'm happy that we're entering it with such like high energy because we could have been defeated by this point, you know? We're living under like a fascist regime. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Shit could have been really bad, but counting our blessings and we're hoping to bring more into this year. I'm happy for that. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to shout out the Orchata Zine that's based in Washington, D.C. That's run by Vero and Kim. We have reached out to them and we were like wondering if we could get involved with their quarterly zine that's coming up. And they told us, well, they suggested to us, they didn't tell us, <laughs> to do an episode kind of just like on the new year, on the winter, on all these kinds of things and just goals for central american diaspora and obviously we are not the central american diaspora but we just kind of wanted to take a note on on that suggestion just like talk about ourselves our own personal goals the goals for the pod and hopes and predictions for (laughs) hopefully the diaspora and just like hoping how we will grow and flourish together yes so yeah so if we're going to talk about predictions and the new year and all this like benevolent shit we should have some fun with it and we should go to the sage who knows all walter mercado (laughs) the all-knowing the all-knowing the the all-knowing effervescent the queer icon (laughs) the queer icon who made me want a dress yeah, who made me question? <laughs> yeah, like oh, skincare. What is are fuck you? Too. <laughs> like, who are you? Your hair is yeah. like a 
is like a blur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember always yeah. thinking that. And then he disappeared. Or maybe not, but uh, I never saw him too often. My family also made the transition from Univision to Telemundo. Oh, yeah, so. so you lost them. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I don't even know what, what show he goes on anymore. Like yeah. what show he's supposedly. Would your mom like tell you to be quiet when he came on? When you were younger? Uh, no, nah, my parents Aww. aren't super into it. TBH. My mom would be like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> for, and for the next like minute and a half, we'd be quiet. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I like that. I remember always being like, oh, Mercurio. And then like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa. He had like such an interesting like tone of voice. Mm-hmm. And like he would. S- and he's also Puerto Rican. So obviously like the accent was like different. And I was like, why? Why is he speaking Spanish? Yeah. Like so. <laughs> dramatically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in my life yeah no yeah but it creates this introspective journey and you're just shook and you're waiting on every single word that's about to come from you know it's just gonna drop pure wisdom and i don't know i'm really excited for it uh full disclosure i already saw my horoscope i know fucking sam i i was suge- i suggested this little segment and i was like sam don't look at your horoscope. You can look at mine if you want. You can look at other people's, <laughs> but don't look at yours because I want to read yours and I want to get your genuine reaction. <laughs> and I read his already and I was like, yours is going to be good. You're going to love it. And then he fucking looked at it yeah. and fucking ruined my day. Like, I was so excited to, to like bring you Walter's word <laughs> and you're over here like ruining my life. I know, I'm sorry. It's just Leo antics. I just couldn't help myself when it was about me. Yo, I was legit, like, <laughs> pressed. I was like, I don't even want this segment anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we could find someone else then, someone else's predictions, and no, it has to be Walter. It has to. Yeah. So I'll still read yours, and we can we can dissect it. Yeah. Okay, so there these two pages... Uh, are about the general year and then there's one about like how to bring on good energy and then in the general year one it's uh there's like a general 2018 prediction your profession your salud and your love prediction so for the general one that's all i'm gonna read and i guess like the how to bring on good vibes because i think that's a really interesting one too is el 2018 y tu signo. Tu vida se estabiliza. Estarás más claro en metas y objetivos. Año para comprar casa nueva, mudarte o cambiar de panorama. Estarás más sabio y maduro al tomar decisiones. Aunque estés unido tu deseo de liberarte y independiente. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. My Spanish is like not A1. Independent. I can't say this word. I, I can say it. I can say it. Independizarte. Aumenta. Seres que dejaron huellas en tu vida regresan totalmente transformados. Año de casarte o de celebrar nuevas lunas de miel. Periodo para viajar, cultivar tu intelecto y mejorar tu vida en todos los aspectos. Tu palabra servirá de inspiración para muchos si eres un león positivo. Saturno te enfrentará a realidades que te ayudarán en tu sanación emocional, física y espiritual. Tus hijos, si lo tienes, te harán sentir el ser más dichoso del mundo. Lo que sembraste en ellos, lo cosecharás ahora. Ok, sorry for my like. Sorry. <laughs> No, that was really good. And full disclosure, when I read the horoscope, it wasn't this actually. You didn't read that no, one. No, I didn't read this. You didn't so read I, that this one? is all so genuine. So this is yeah. new. Yeah. yeah. 
I saw like a 50 second segment where he was just talking oh, about yeah you saw the video because there's videos also yeah so I saw the 50 second segment and I was just like what the fuck do you mean this is about me Sandra <laughs> Oh my god! I, I mean, I was like, okay, I thank you for thinking of me through this, but now that I actually got the full thing, you know, I haven't read everything else, but the 2018 one, I definitely feel that I see what you, I see what you mean. Like, it's yeah, definitely about it's me. Yeah, it's like pretty about you. Yeah, and it's just, uh, uh. And so then, yeah, yeah, like I feel like Oof. it's. Yeah, it just shook me. I got like little like escalofrios right now. Yeah, you know. So yeah, Sam has been talking about moving for a few months already, Mm -hmm. and Sam has definitely been talking about being way more independent. Yeah. Lately, Sam, I don't know. There's just a lot of things that have happened recently that I'm just like really like nuevas lunas de miel. Okay, (laughs) wow, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's maybe like my spiritual sons. Like, <laughs> no, but this one, son. I thought this one was really good. Like, tu palabra servirá de inspiración mm-hmm. para muchos si eres un león positivo. And I'm like, that's literally what Sam does every episode. Yeah, like literally every episode, literally in our group chat. It's yeah. just like, whenever y'all need an affirmation or validation, I got you. Yes, okay. I know, uh, that's why I was like, Sam, this is like exactly what you need. Okay, so this is another one that I'm going to read also by Walter Mercado. And these are, it's like, Las Majes para Despedir el 2017 y Recibir el 2018 con mucha energía y buena suerte. So these are little practices that you can do. And these are these are things like burning sage or keeping a specific color on you at all times. So I think this is cool. I think this is a cool one. Okay, I'm gonna read it. Por más intenso que soplen los vientos, te mantienes fuerte, valeroso, positivo y harás de cada día uno más especial. El 2017 será para ti un año para progresar y llevar a cabo nuevos proyectos. Te vas a reinventar y como signo de fuego que eres, vas a quemar todo lo negativo que te ha estado afectando. Tu regente, el sol, te iluminará como nunca antes. El color anaranjado es tu color de suerte, por lo que lo debes llevar a recibir el 2018. Para tu salud, enciende una vela anaranjada y perfuma tu hogar con incenso de sandalo. Coloca en tu hogar flores de girasol y frutas, muchas frutas. No olvides llevar contigo una prenda de oro que es el metal de Leo. Para el amor, amarra dos rajas de canela con una cinta roja y colócala en la entrada de tu cuarto o de tu hogar para que reine la paz y el amor en tu vida. Wow, that, this is more like the the 50 second segment that I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is very similar, like the whole orange candle, can, rajas de canela. I still need to do that, actually. And I think I'm going to do that as soon as I get home today. Like, yeah, rajas de canela. right. I don't think I have an orange candle unless like I dip it in paint, but I don't think that's safe. <laughs> no, you should not burn paint. <laughs> but yes, I definitely vibe with this a lot. I feel like reinventing myself, letting go of negative energy, that's definitely gonna be a big part of my twenty eighteen. And I'm definitely excited for this. I'm excited. Thank you for sharing this. I love Walter Mercado. And yes, this is good. This is really good. And I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm happy that he has like little specific things that you can do. Because sometimes horoscopes can be so vague. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but like, how can I actually bring this energy on? And I think this is just at least a fun way for you to kind of like treat yourself and like bring some like cool positive vibes and make your house smell nice. Mm -hmm. And then just like relax yourself to promote the good energy for the year yes definitely on that promote note that you definitely go into it with the mentality of what you want for your year 
And I think that's what this is more about, like honing in your energies onto something that you want to manifest for the year. And I think that's wonderful. And that's what I think horoscopes are more about. So thank you, Walter, for the shout out and for the shout out. Yeah, for the shout out to all of you. <laughs> like there are no <laughs> yeah, other. There are no others. This is your Sam in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> I know you need this. <laughs> okay, Sam. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> hey, let me read Sandra. Sandra's a Libra. So... Triple Libra. It's not triple Libra if your rising is in Taurus. Okay, here's, here's a hotly disputed thing. So, mm-hmm. ca- was it Cafe Astrology yes. tells me that my rising is in Libra? Oh. But this other, th- I showed you, I sent yeah, it to yeah. the group chat. But this other random like thing <laughs> said that my rising is in Taurus. Yeah. So I don't know who to believe because I put the same information. I don't know. Maybe I made a mistake in the other mm-hmm. one and accidentally put the a different time or something yeah. but i've done it at cafe astrology like, yeah. i've made the same chart multiple times and yeah. it always says libra rising okay so i'm i'm not gonna trust that one fucking no, app yeah. that mirtha made me that <laughs> <Dude>. promotes reagan <laughs> fucking... <laughs> there's this app called like costar or something yeah, so i don't know <laughs> it's like a, a, a ui like a user experience or like something type of app it like has this like Nancy Reagan apparently Reagan like was really into astrology. astrology and like used astrology to make decisions and I'm like so you used astrology to like <laughs> invade countries yeah. and deal arms with Iran okay cool bye <laughs> so I don't trust that because they love Reagan yeah no nope. I say you trust cafe astrology so mm-hmm. I guess you are a triple Libra but okay here's your el 2018 y tu signo La divinidad te regala un año para ser feliz, tener dinero, amor y sobre todo salud. No todo será perfecto ya que vives en una sociedad donde abundan los eventos negativos y nunca faltan seres tóxicos que a veces permitimos que nos afecten negativamente. Decreta que pase lo que pase, tú estarás por encima de todo. Nadie podrá hacerte infeliz a menos que tú le permitas que lo haga. 2018 es un año para empezar a recoger tus redes, ser una persona más egoísta en lo positivo, cuidarte, mimarte y quererte más. Man, my shit is whack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like not as like, I mean, I think it's just not as specific mm-hmm. as like yours. Yours was like very specific. Yeah. It's okay, Walter, I forgive you. <laughs> I think it's still cute I think though. it's good. No, I think it's good. It, I love that it says to be more e- egotistical yeah. in a positive way. Yeah, because I feel like Libras definitely bend for every person and they definitely make another person their whole personality a lot of the time. I know. <laughs> We're so, too adaptable. <laughs> yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because you get along with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I think this is telling you to like be more conscious of your choices and what you want for yourself. Escoger mis redes. Yeah. What redes, though? <laughs> you only uh, got, like, two. <laughs> <laughs> Pick one. Like, no. <laughs> hey. Uh, time to leave friends <laughs> in 2018. Time to cut ties. Time to mow the grass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, si quiere, dude. But I feel like this is predicting that I will have a lot of bad vibes, and it mm. will be up to me if I let them take over me. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Damn. I'm scared. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> I'm scared because there was a lot of negative words. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I'm gonna have a hard year, which is fine. <laughs> Stop burping. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Hey, now now the the practices. So romance, belleza, creatividad, y talento artístico son algunas de las buenas cualidades que te caracterizan. 
Siendo un signo del elemento aire, eres un soñador sin remedio. Este 2018 vas a reinventarte. Comienza por recibir el año con ropa nueva, preferiblemente del color rosado. Como también puedes llevar contigo una piedra de cuarzo roja, rosa o un opalo. Venus, el planeta del amor, es tu regente, por lo que rodéate en esta noche de despedida de año de rosas tanto rosadas como amarillas para el amor y la buena fortuna. Ofrécele un bizcocho pequeño a la Virgen del Cobre para endulzar el nuevo año y para que no te falte el amor, la salud ni el dinero en tu vida. Proponte cambiar lo negativo por positivo. Tu baño para despedir el 2017 debe ser con perfume de rosas, pétalos de rosas, menta, canela en polvo y hojas de helechos. That's interesting because I've been wearing a lot of pink. Yeah. I have a pink like bed. Yeah. <laughs> right I'm, I'm wearing pink right now. <laughs> I know. No, well, I have like there's I got some yeah. rose water right next to me right now. I kind of was anti-roses for a long time, but I've been really appreciating rose and like I've always liked pink, but I never wore a lot of pink and I've been mm. buying a lot of pink and I wear way more. I have a pink jacket, I have a lot of pink shirts, I have a, another pink cardigan. So I definitely wear a lot of pink. Yeah. I really like pink. And I was looking at, was it La Virgen del Cobre? Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking at her right now. So she's basically La Virgen of Charity. Yeah. Which is cool. So this is interesting. I really do like... I'm excited that this is a lot of pink because I've been buying a lot of pink, mm. a lot of feminine. This is basically all yeah. fem energy. Yeah. And that's opalo, what it is. opalo is yeah. like my birthstone. And Ooh. I have pink opalo. I have a pink nice. opalo necklace that I, is somewhere in this house because I'm at my parents' house right now. So I think I'm going to fish it out. Yes, definitely do. And that. wear it because I already wear a lot of. I've been wearing a lot more jewelry these past few years because I, I just kind of got over my jewelry and then put everything away. But I've been like fishing it out. And I've been wearing it a lot more. So I'm excited because I love opal. Like, I love opal so much. It's, yeah. it's the best birthstone ever because it has all the colors in it. That's cute. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, thank you, yeah. Walter. I am happy he also gave you, like, a, like, tu baño. Like, <laughs> like know, wow, dude. that's a literal practice you can do. And yeah. most of these things, like, you can steal some roses from your neighbors. I know. You probably have ground cinnamon. I don't know what has the lechos are. I don't either. But. I probably have mint. You can find it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you can steal some, too. Like, I can just steal some from restaurants. Yeah. Just, like, some mints in general. <laughs> you got some mint? <laughs> but, yes, that's very wonderful. And I feel like. I feel like Libras have this whole connotation of, like, being in love a lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely see that it's very, very much there. But I'm happy that it was very specific with yours. Because I feel like, as you said, your general 2018 was very broad. Mm -hmm. But this one helped narrow it down. Yeah. A lot of femme energy, which yeah. is like all I want. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what are you personally like trying to get out of this year? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was like such an awkward way of asking that. You mean what are my personal goals? <laughs> yes, food. That, okay, that's yeah. what I'm asking. Alright. I have quite a few and I've been thinking about them more and more. So as twenty seventeen was ending, I had a few in mind. And now that the year has actually started, I've helped narrow like it down a bit. Yeah. It's just a matter of which ones I'm actually putting in energy of like completing every day. So I'm gonna read out a bit of a list. And so 
I want to continue developing as a person. So that means intellectually, emotionally, financially also, because that's just important when you live under capitalism. Mm-hmm. And I want to validate and affirm my emotions more. I mean, I do that a lot, but I also want to do it for the people around me. So I want to be a source of emotional labor for people without necessarily viewing it as labor and like not necessarily exhausting myself or the people around me. I want to travel more. So I have this whole theory and I had it when I was in San Diego that you're more than likely only going to see 10% of the planet unless you have the financial means to travel around. So you should try to make the most out of that 10% and you should try to see as much of it as you can. So whenever I wouldn't have class, I'd go hiking or whenever like I got off work, I'd go to the beach. So like little things like that where, you know, I could have just gone home or I could have just slept in all day. But I chose to make that time to go and see something that I hadn't seen before. I think that's very like good for you. And I think we should all be trying to do that a bit more. But personally, I want to do that more, especially since I moved back to L.A. I want to see as much of it as I can mm-hmm. in my downtime. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. I also want to go back into nonprofit immigration work. So whether that's still in law and meaning I'm working with like a resource center of sorts, then that's good. If not, then non nonprofit immigration policy work would be ideal also. So I'm definitely going to look into that. I'm still going to keep my job, but until I find something better. So hopefully something good comes out there. If y'all know anything, shout me out too. Yes, please, <laughs> please, please. Yeah. Um, as Sandra mentioned, I've been talking about moving out. So I want to do that and I am going to do that. I'm putting it out there. It's going to happen this year. If y'all want a place to stay <laughs> in, in LA, yep. uh, maybe you can May- stay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's a big maybe. <laughs> um, I want to reconnect with people who I don't necessarily talk to. Not even because we had beef. But because life got so busy and we were both doing our own thing that I didn't get to talk to them or they didn't get to talk to me as much. So I want to reconnect with those people, like people that made me feel good at some point in life. Just have them back around, you know, like try to foster as much good energy. So that ties into the next one. I want to form more genuine connections with people around me and also foster those connections as much as possible. So like keep people around who make me feel good and who I make them feel good as well. You know, I don't want to be a a toxic source for people. So yeah. just con- fostering good connections as much, much as possible. I want to keep working out. I want to incorporate cardio. I want to become the daddy I'm meant to be. Yes. So that means I need to buy beard supplements. Beard <laughs> supplements and beard oil. Yeah. And I want to fully immerse myself in self-care and self-discovery in the hopes of learning more about the actual me. So 2017 was a good start to that, but I definitely want to do more. And I also want to incorporate more vegetarian meals and also be more eco-friendly slash zero waste. Yes. Because I think that's very important and I definitely want to do my best to do that. Yes. Cool. All right. I like those goals, especially the zero waste one because I've been talking <laughs> about that a yeah. lot. Uh, I feel like a lot of them are similar to mine. Okay. So right now, uh, even before the new year and everything, I've been thinking about how to make the most because I have a temporary year-long position that I'm doing in the Bay Area and then afterwards basically my path which will be more towards the end of the year but still is something that I've been heavily thinking about for the future so I guess making the most of the current position that I have now my staff is very supportive especially my supervisor she is she's very professional but not in like a 
cold way but she is just like so on her shit mm. that it's like very inspirational to me that's good that she's like so driven she's so driven in her job and she just does such a good job at everything and i like her a lot so i want to learn as much as i can from her in my current position and then hopefully be able to transition and have a good position that is definitely not as underpaid as i am now (laughs) when i get back to la and then also i mean i've been moved out so maintaining that moved out status is my ideal (laughs) (laughs) when i come back to la and i want to live uh in hp ideally i don't see why i wouldn't be able to live in hp I want to be more serious about being fit. I've been working out a bit already and pretty consistently at least like two times a week. But I definitely want to either up that but also supplement that by eating a lot less red meat. Mm. I feel like... So I've been reading a lot about what diets emit less carbon emissions. And I honestly really enjoy eating meat and I actually kind of... I mean, I I know a lot of people may not agree with me and, you know, that's your opinion. That's cool. But I honestly do see a lot of beauty in eating animals, which sounds like kind of crazy. (laughs) But like, I'm (laughs) (laughs) vegans coming for me. (laughs) No, because like I've had animals that my mom has like killed and prepped Mm, for me. That kind of aspect of a meal, a more wholesome meal that like it should be not. I don't believe in like the meat packing that type of like Mm, meat agricultural complex like i don't like that and like that's what is wrong with our current food supply and everything like that so i want to either buy high quality meat or just eat a lot less red meat because red meat is what does the most emissions like uh beef and pork yes chickens and fish mediterranean more types of those diets they emit a lot less emissions and they are actually kind of comparable to vegan and vegetarian diets yeah so that's just something that i've been kind of thinking about and i already cook a lot actually like i really do like cooking and so does my partner so that's not really a big issue it's just getting used to cooking less pork because my partner really likes pork and uh, i want to be a more supportive partner speaking about my partner i want to be a better editor and a better orator and host for this show with sam um, I want to read a lot more. I read a f- quite a bit, but honestly, I've been slacking. I think going to college and getting f- there's a lot of things that I really did like reading, but there's a lot of like forced readings, and I guess mm-hmm. the idea of having a forced reading was just kind of like ugh. So I've been reading short essays by people, which is good because I can get that in like on a bus ride or just like on a short thing, and I can just like hammer it out. But I definitely want to just read a lot more. So I want to also be a lot more of a hands-on, like I want to be a handy woman type of person. Like I want to be that person that you hit up when you have a problem yeah. and like fix my lamp or some <laughs> shit. I don't fucking know. But I just want to like be someone that has a lot more varied interests that is like very hands-on. So I also want to be like a bootleg lush hoe and <laughs> make my own shit. Like I want to yes. learn how to make my own shit a lot more just because like i don't really like supporting lush i like lush like i like the concept of lush but i don't like supporting lush i also want to experiment a lot more with food like i really like watching a lot of these like bone appetite shows <laughs> that they like make these crazy ass like food things and there's this one called it's alive and i really like the show it's just like geek that like uh fucks with like fermentation 
Mm. And he like makes all these types of like he makes kimchi, kombucha, beer, like really Ooh. interesting like things that you don't even know. Like he makes these like fermented hot sauces and that sounds really dope. He makes these really cool things. So I just want to experiment more with like fermentation. And I want to be like the full fucking hipster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but like I don't want to like sell this shit. Like I just like want to make it cuz it sounds cool. Like you can fucking make soda in your house. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I want to so experiment that but also I want to make a lot more Latinx food. I make a lot of Asian food uh, because my partner is Japanese and he is like a really good cook. So he just makes a lot of Asian food. And I live next to Chinatown. So a lot of my ingredients are like Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I want to make a lot more Latinx food, especially Central American food because my mom isn't Central American. So I don't have, I mean, I, I feel like I do have a connection with the food, but I don't have that wholesome I helped my mom make this type of connection. Like, I have that with other types of food with my mom, but not necessarily, like, pupusas or, like, the the types of tamales that Central Americans and, like, Salvadorans eat. So I guess, like, fostering my own connection with food and also deciding a little more concretely on grad school. I don't know if I want to apply this fall for the next incoming school year or wait another year like I'm still really unsure about like the programs that I want to do I'm still kind of thinking a lot about it and I just don't know which ones that I could do for master's programs and I've been looking into so many and I have a fat spreadsheet but I still (laughs) can't decide because I don't know yet so that's something that I've been really thinking about and I want to like make a more concrete choice this year to either apply soon or not but yeah those are like my own personal goals they're a lot they're all over the place but (laughs) like they're very i feel like yours are very like be a better person mine were like (laughs) get a job (laughs) no yeah yours were a lot more concrete yeah uh i mean yours were pretty concrete too about like nonprofit work and i think we both want to do we both want to change into a work that we know we will enjoy and will help us grow yes and yeah i mean your position isn't temporary but you want to change into a position that you feel is more fruitful yeah. versus mine is temporary and i want a position where i feel like i can actually i don't know grow and isn't a temporary position so like my shit is limited i'd recommend going pescatarian <laughs> i did that for a bit and it makes you feel really really good it's hard i and mean it's it also is hard. hard thinking because like overfishing yeah <laughs> well i mean that i mean the thing about pescatarianism is that it's so easy to just be a vegetarian yeah. and then just, like, eat fish every now and again. Well, like, I lived with a lot of vegetarians, and honestly, like, I lived vegetarian for, like, a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Not intentionally. I don't know. I really do like meat. That's <laughs> not so bad, but I don't think the problem is eating meat. I think the problem is how we get it. How we get it. Yeah. And if I can support or minimize that impact by better distributors and just like supporting that market to hopefully one day it gets big enough to actually bring down enough the prices for like low-income folks to be able to afford it then i would like to do that every once in a while so i'm honestly i'm trying to eat a lot less meat but yeah i just want more vegetables like i like (laughs) vegetables yeah same There's a lot of, like, meats that I would like to buy at Berkeley Bowl in the Bay Area. Oh, yeah. Did you go? Yeah, to- Yo, went you went with Berkeley me. Bowl. I took you to Berkeley Bowl with yeah. me. I love Berkeley Bowl. And I like it because it is has a lot of those Whole Foods type of vibes. Yeah. But it has a lot of, like, 
more low income accessible foods yes. too and the uh, produce there is cheaper than like uh, regular grocery stores like Safeway in the Bay Area. Well, thank you for sharing your personal goals. <laughs> thank you for accepting my goals. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any goals for this podcast? I mean, I mentioned my personal goals for the pod, which was like be more of an active host, a better orator. I feel like that's something that I want to improve on, being able to just like explain myself in such a more concrete, like impactful way. And obviously a better editor slash producer for the show because I'm the one that does the edits and obviously fix our fucking audio. (laughs) (laughs) But I want us to definitely grow our audience. Like that's like not... That's something very obvious that I want. But mm. I think we're still new. Like, we're, like, barely a month and a half, like, old. We're fucking yeah, young, you we're know? We're really young. We're baby pod. We're a baby, baby pod. And I want us to be able to connect with more Central American audiences in terms of organizations. So, like, campus Central American organizations like Cafe at Berkeley or... Maybe the Central American Studies Department at CSUN. Mm-hmm. Also, definitely connect with Central American people on outside of the West Coast. Yes. So, like, Houston, D.C., um, New York. Mm-hmm. I have family in Tennessee. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because the South is, is growing the most in terms of Latinx representation. Like, it's all going towards the South. And the largest group immigrating right now to the U.S. is Central Americans. So I'm assuming that Central Americans are flocking towards the South. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested in the communities that are forming there now and hoping that we can kind of reach those stories a little more than just what's in our Twitter sphere. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Uh, I also like going on the whole like building Central American community more. I feel that while Central American Twitter is great, I feel like it also limits us a bit. And so we want to use that as a, a segue into these other communities and like getting to know people, getting to hear these stories. And maybe it can happen through Central American Twitter, but it doesn't necessarily have to only be through Central American Twitter. So we want to connect with, you know, we want to make a Central American IG, like Central American Tumblr, where you at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's out there. Yeah, it's definitely out there and we got to find it. And another, like, goal that I kind of have is that I want to have more guests because I feel that our experiences are very Salvi-centric. Yeah. I mean... That makes sense. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I definitely want to invite more people, more diverse groups, so we can hear their stories just because there are various topics revolving Central American identity that we might not be able to speak on and that we shouldn't speak on and that we should just be listening to. And so I definitely want to encourage more like indigenous people, Afro-Latinos, trans folks, because we're both cis, and just folks all over who have different identities that don't necessarily match with ours. Yeah, and just people that do different things, like Mm -hmm. people that aren't just on the internet or people that aren't just podcasters or people that just like have a very interesting experience that is very different from ours or can also just be a sort of example of like the kinds of identities that we can be and we have so many negative narratives in the central american 
identity and world Mm -hmm. providing like real positive role models and just people that you can kind of see like yo these people are like doing really great things we shouldn't feel so limited and like we need to make our own content yeah and hopefully adding to that content that really promotes like how amazing central americans are yes that's awesome that's really cool yes and this is a big hopefully but hopefully we'll be invited <laughs> i know we want to get invited to places yeah we want to be invited <laughs> we're fucking nosy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like to be part of a panel or just be part of an event or just to even go to the event like we don't even got to be part of it i know just, just like, like go. <laughs> have more events so we can go to them yeah <laughs> so we can be nosy and just take pictures here's our ig like here's our, you don't even need to follow us just look at us like <laughs> Just click on our website. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> but yes, I think that that'll be good. Just for one, for fostering community like we want to do. Mm-hmm. And two, just to let people know that we're trying to create stories. And we want y'all to be active participants. Like it doesn't have to be just us sharing these stories. Yeah. We want y'all to participate just as much. Yeah, like we want this to be as much of a community resource. Yeah. Than just for us just talking shit, you know? <laughs> I mean... We're going to talk shit. But we can talk shit with the community. Yeah. <laughs> Communal talking shit. Yes. The best kind. Yes. And clout. clout. We want clout. We've been clout. talking about clout specifically. <laughs> I want clout in all types. I want all types of clout. I want larger amounts of clout. Yeah. I want so much clout. I want clout glasses. <laughs> clout, clout, clout. Clout, clout. Clout, 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 clout. No, but... For those who don't know <laughs> what, what clout, clout is, is, I know. <laughs> clout is just, you know, if you have a following, the way I see it is like if you're an artist or a content creator, people know about you. Yeah. And if people ha- can form an opinion about you or maybe defend you if something like mm-hmm. interesting happens, it's because you got, you got clout. Like you yeah. got these people who are willing to like speak about you. And that's people what People that want. support you. Yeah. Yeah, I think clout is a sort of i hate i hate using this word but it is the influencer's influence Mm. and i don't like the idea of that (laughs) but i kind of think of it in that way where it's not our influence necessarily but like the amount of uh uh, i keep thinking of really negative words like power (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, just our reach th- our reach yeah, yeah i think our reach and just the amount of like engagement that we can mm. provide mm-hmm. yeah that's like that's what better. i think i think engagement yeah that's it. <laughs> so we want more of that <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all are our clout <laughs> yeah no i mean uh, people who support us are our clout our, our clout so we want more clout so we want more supporters and we want more friends because we don't yeah. have any oh, i ain't got friends <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i got sam and like five other people that's it that's it that's all you need yeah you just true, need me. true. So, <laughs> maybe what about our resolution for the central american diaspora i know it's hard for us to speak on that but yeah i mean i don't want to say that our resolutions but mm-hmm. i think our, our hopes and aspirations for the central american diaspora i think they should really center on creating a stronger kinship mm-hmm. at least online i don't know sometimes i feel like we think we're down but we might not actually be down or writing for the people that we say we're writing for and yeah. showing that in either donating or going out to events or even just like the likes or the retweets not yeah. on our shit but like on other people's shit yeah and us also bringing on 
people onto our show but also just like retweeting other people's businesses other people's uh discussions and real deep heavy like insightful introspective thoughts on our identity and just like our people yeah i definitely feel that i feel like we gotta move past the fictive kinship we gotta you know be the number one supporters we gotta ride or die for mm-hmm. Central American Twitter or, or just Central American content creators or just creators in general. And I definitely feel like we also got to speak out more. We got to, you know, we're we're starting to get that recognition. So we got to make sure we we call shit out early on. <laughs> that's so true. I know. Like I I'm the one that's more active on our Twitter feed. And I my Twitter philosophy in general, like this is even on my own personal Twitter. I I don't really talk a lot. Like, mm-hmm. my personal opinion is pretty in the background because, like, I don't feel like I'm someone that can word things really well. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm someone that has a lot of... Uh, I don't know. I just don't think I'm really good at engaging with ideas in the way that other people do it. And that's why I'd rather retweet people because uh, a lot of these times... I mean, these are ideas that I have, but I don't necessarily have the experience to back it up. Like, I support the ideas of other people with these specific experiences Mm -hmm. so i'd rather give credit where credit is due Mm -hmm. and yeah i guess like we could create i don't know i'm like nervous (laughs) i get nervous about like writing things because i'm like oh man this sounds like a fucking dumbass idea (laughs) or this i just am very insecure with like what i say Mm -hmm. and i just always want to end up deleting it or just think that it's dumb like I i only think I'm only supportive of what I say if it's, like, a meme or, like, if it's funny, <laughs> you know? So I don't, I don't know, I don't, I get insecure, and I guess that's something that I could fix, and that's something, a, a better goal is more secure with what I, my own words and my own content. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty insecure. I You know that I'm super insecure about, like, what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes me delete shit. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you're trying to protect our brand. I feel like I'm trying to ruin it. Like, <laughs> to delete i made you delete anything okay <laughs> i don't think i have i just don't let you post things that's okay, different that, that's different that's different <laughs> so, but i retweet some pretty outlandish yeah. shit i retweeted a girl jumping out of a window yeah. i said i was shook i was like okay and then cool. she, jumped she jumped out i was like there's this like someone I forgot who like tweeted Rosa it. De la yeah this Rosa de Guadalupe thing like mocking Black Mirror and it was like this, this little girl who was like addicted to her cell phone and her mom took it away from her and it was a super dramatic scene like Rosa de la Guadalupe is known for yeah. and then the mom throws it out the window and then the girl's like no and then she throws herself out the window to get her phone and she it's like this girl's dead body yeah in the and video. the grandma's like mi nieta and like the whole time she just stood there and watched she her didn't fight even, like, it was it was exactly what Rosa de la Guadalupe is yeah and it's hilarious and it was supposedly like this is Black Mirror in 2018 yeah <laughs> uh, it was hilarious and I also retweet shit like we're eating ass in 2018 yeah. now <laughs> or <laughs> I uh, say some shit too no yeah <laughs> it, I think it's cause we're young and this is like social media you know like we can be serious but we can also like fuck around and say stupid shit <laughs> I said I, I retweeted the, the we want Ozuna to <laughs> not in us <laughs> yeah we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie. He's beautiful. He's he talented. Is. Oh, man. Okay. Shit we gotta leave behind. 
Shit we gotta leave behind. Wait, actually, can we talk a little bit more about our resolutions? I don't want it <laughs> okay. to be with us ending, ending with, with Osuna <laughs> nutting at us. <laughs> no, okay. No, I want. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Sorry. so many more things that we could talk about. Yeah, no, yeah. Like when I was saying that we gotta call shit out early, like I meant it more as like Central American community coming into the larger Latinx discussion world. Mm-hmm. We should be calling out Mexican hegemony as we've been doing. Yes. We've got to continue doing that. Yes. We also got to call out anti-blackness, anti-indigenousness, and just... (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, we got to call out anti-blackness, anti-indigenous movements, and just try to foster the fact that Central America and a lot of Latin America has differing identities and different experiences. And so, therefore, we can't be trying to, like, homogenize it all. We can't try to say we're all brown, we're all this, we're all one experience we're mm-hmm. all immigrants like we're not we all speak spanish we, yeah mm-hmm. you can't we, say that we can't and so the fact is we gotta call shit out early on and i don't want to put this all on the central american community like this is all we gotta do but we gotta do our part mm-hmm. we gotta encourage others to do their part as well and if this is too sjw for y'all like fuck y'all because this get is off our that- fucking pod. <laughs> yeah <laughs> why y'all listening i know but this is shit you gotta do so that you can be recognized and that you can be respected first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I think the Central di- Central American diaspora should also have these conversations with their family. Yes. With their friends that aren't on Twitter, their uh, Mexican friends. Yes. Uh, we I think I, we should really be taking a lot of these conversations outside of spaces that are fucking 17 to like 25 yes a lot of these spaces are super super specific which is cool like that we fostered our own community and i love that Mm -hmm. but we really really need to find a way to take it out and it's hard that's why we have this space for ourselves but we really do need to find a way to manifest these really thought-provoking ideas into our homes into our families into our friendships and just like our larger realm of connections and relationships and i think that's something that i think we should all be able to do as a community and as a diaspora call out anti-blackness call out anti-indigenousness and all these other things that we always are like so down for but then we freeze like yeah when it comes to our own family yeah and i mean i'm not gonna say that i don't freeze i've been a lot better at calling it out within my own family calling out like anti-homophobic shit or anti-black shit but it's it's definitely not easy and trying to engage to older generations with these thoughts is is really difficult and i think that's something that we should work on as a diaspora like how can we transcend these conversations to be out of the twitter sphere yeah i think that's good i feel like because you know a lot of learning for younger folks happens in the household so as they're hearing all this shit hearing all these things it becomes normalized and then they start spewing that same racist anti-black anti-homophobe or well anti-queer anti-homophobe i wish (laughs) 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 but like anti-queer shit that they just feel is normalized and i mean my parents speak like this and my parents know more than me so mm-hmm. it's okay. No. It's not. And yeah. it's on us to tell people around us that we actually care for, you know, these are people we care for if you like and you want them to say not stupid shit. Yeah. I mean, you want them to respect you. You want them yeah. to respect your friends, your family and everyone else and you want them to respect these communities. Not only just for I mean, I guess 
your own desire and self-image but because if we're able to grapple with more open and more varied ideas then we already know personally that that adds to our growth so i just think that is important to have way more dialogue yes and i think that's something that our communities need to be doing so much more which we already have been doing which i'm happy but we can we can definitely do way more definitely all right so what can we leave in 2017 so ourselves <laughs> ourselves we, we can leave transcend we can out leave of our bodies yeah. and leave infinite sukiyomi is fun. <laughs> infinite sukiyomi i can never say that right sukiyomi 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 <laughs> transcend it all <laughs> yes i want you know what actually i really want i want more central american anime hosts <laughs> It's been 22 years. <laughs> What's it coming? <laughs> You're so dumb. Where uh, is it going? I want... <laughs> is it the Byakugan? <laughs> no, yo, it's so funny because in Boruto, like unlocking oh. his uh, Byakugan is like, because you know, oh, he's yeah, not his yeah. kid. Oh. It's like such a big point, right? <laughs> that they're like, when am I going to unlock my Byakugan? <laughs> That's hella funny. I don't even watch Boruto, but that's hella funny. <laughs> you have to. Oh my god. No, I'm another goal. Naruto, though, but anywho, yes, this goal. I want more anime hoes that are Central American to yes. engage with us because we love anime so much. <laughs> especially I mean, Naruto. Yeah, like that's all I've read and Full Metal Alchemist. Those are the only two I've like yeah, watched. We but... wanna have a anti fascist Sasuke yeah. conversation. <laughs> yes. There's a whole Tumblr that I was showing Sandra and they do like queer fanfic with Naruto and Sasuke, but the whole time Sasuke is very much anti Leaf Village, which he is. Anti Konoha, yeah. yeah. And very much like you represent the fucking government that Nobody is gonna, my family. Nobody's gonna understand yeah, this. All oh, yeah, but if y'all vibe with it at all, please let us know. Yeah. I really want to know who cares about anime in our audience, yeah. so we can talk more about it. Because if not, then we're not gonna. I know. I'm sorry, uh, but but we can leave behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can leave anime. If you want. <laughs> you want us. Like, cut it out. <laughs> it's just not funny. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay, but real shit, we gotta leave behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still like ourselves. Basically. Our own identities. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Okay, we can leave behind the denial of Afro-Latinos and non-mestizo. Latinidad. And we can leave behind the Latinx is a race mentality. Latinx is an ethnicity, which means that it is a cultural identity and it is not bound by race. So there can be Asian Latinx, Black Latinx, Indigenous, White, Mestizo, all types of Latinx. Yes. So the whole like, oh, Latino is a race, Mexican is a race. No, fuck that shit. That's not. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, you're, you're. I'm sorry. You're dumb. Oh, me, I got to call myself more out and stop using ableist language because yes. I use it <laughs> and being leaving that behind because yeah. it's something that's like so ingrained in ourselves. And we I didn't even think I didn't know it was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't because it's so like 
you don't think of these words. So like ableist language, like dumb, lame. I don't, I don't know any other ones. <laughs> oh, crazy. Crazy. Psycho. Psycho is a big Psychos, one. Yeah. So things like that. Turfs, which is a <laughs> word that I learned like this week. <laughs> like I didn't know what a turf was until yeah. Sam explained it to me, and I was like, "What is this word on Twitter? That's yeah, like a new word." It definitely came up a lot more recently, but I'd heard about it back in like May 2017. And so, a turf is a trans exclusionary, exclusionary radical feminist. So it's just feminists. I don't even want to say just white feminists because it could be anyone who rides so hard for femininity, but don't recognize trans women as women yeah or trans people as like usually the forefront of like like rights and i'm gonna call someone out right now a big name that people ride really hard for was it sherry moraga she is i guess i guess technically what you would call a turf because she's like a very important um chicana theorist and writer and she's a queer uh latina chicana woman from the u.s but she has had a lot of a language that is very non-trans, non-gender binary exclusionary. Like, she doesn't believe in the word they. Mm. She doesn't like, she thinks transgenderism has taken away all her butch friends. Uh, which is kind of like a... Wow. No, like, a lot I, no, no, I'm being serious. Because like, I, I was reading about like the book with a lot of queer POC women, which is this bridge called My Back. And then I was reading it to Sherry Moraga. But then I heard about, like, all the other things. And then I was talking to someone else because they were invited to Berkeley mm-hmm. to speak. And I'm like, Sherry Moraga? I'm like, she says some kind of outlandish shit yeah. and the, about trans people. And then they told me something completely different than from what I was thinking was some of the outlandish shit that oh, they said. So, which I'm is like, even more. so this means, like, this is a trend. Like, yeah. this is something that this person has been thinking. Mm. So, I mean, sorry to people that love her. And Anzaldúa is also, I don't know if she's actually, like, trans-exclusionary, but they have not, they are not a part of her conversation. But also, she's passed away, so I don't know if she would have this conversation. But, so, I mean, some of our idols, like, we also need to be able to understand, like, a lot of the people that we really idolize in the Latinx community and the queer Latinx community aren't always what they seem. And, like, you, you should always be able to call out even your own heroes. Yeah. So that's another so turf that you can leave behind. <laughs> we're leaving turfs way behind. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this one's going to be very, very near and dear to us all. Unnecessary emotional labor. I feel like we're all too willing to like help our people out and like. Or help that fuck boy out. Yeah, who's sharing. Trump memes. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, 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 not even that. <laughs> who's opening up to you. And it feels so good to know that he's opening up to you. But like y'all haven't been on a real date. Yeah. So, like, you don't even need to be performing that emotional labor. Be like, thank you for sharing this. I gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, I, know. I gotta go live my life. Yeah. Just because I feel way too often folks are just either viewed as emotional labor sources. Yeah. Or are too willing to just perform that labor. So we got to be willing to, like, check ourselves, check our own energies before we even perform that labor. Like, if you're not feeling it, you don't want to hear this person's shit, just let them know, hey, it's not a good time right now. I'm sorry you're going through this, but I got to respect myself enough to put my own care first. And if they're really down for you, they'll respect that. Mm -hmm. If they're not, then they're trash. Okay, something that goes hand in hand with unnecessary emotional labor that i want to leave behind and i know many of us will leave behind in 2017 is toxic masculinity yes i fucking hate it 
I fucking hate toxic masculinity in all types of forms. Queer, straight, het. I don't even know what other forms there are, but <laughs> all of them. Fucking just all types of toxic masculinity that brings down women, that is violent against women, that rapes women, that rapes um, trans women, and just like causes complete harm mentally, physically, emotionally to femmes, trans femmes, trans feminine people, all types of people. Yeah. Not, yeah, and also men, like, and masculine identified people. Yeah. Toxic masculinity is no help to anybody. I feel like they're very tied hand in hand because a lot of the times toxic masculinity connotes the fact that they're entitled to emotional labor yeah and that's not the case you got to work for that shit just as much as anyone else can and toxic masculinity is also harmful to just even men and it's just like it creates this whole idea of not talking about emotions not you know just being this whole stoic machista Mm-hmm. And it's just toxic as fuck, and we don't need that. We don't need that. We need to be vulnerable, and we need to be willing to talk. Yeah, if you're, if all the emotional support that you are receiving is from a woman, then that's mm. because it's from toxic masculinity. If yes. you can't find real emotional engagement and support, if you're a masculine identified person and you're only finding your support through women then you have a problem you should be able to go up to any of your male identified friends and be able and yeah and have a real conversation about your feelings your ambitions your fears your anxiety anything and hope that they will react to you with open arms and not dismiss you and if you don't have anyone in your life then you really need to check around you and yourself about what toxic masculinity is yes because that's limiting you and your growth and that's causing you more pain and probably causing you to impose more pain onto others. Yes. So, fuck toxic masculinity. Fuck I that. fucking hate it. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck it. Also, one fucking thing that I really hate. Sorry. <laughs> I think <laughs> You're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. It's okay. So, I'm going to go back to the Bay Area tomorrow after recording this. And this is something that I don't really see when I'm around LA. But I see that shit all the time when I'm in the Bay at least once a week. And I fucking hate it. I'm done with ugly, smelly, fucking nasty ass, non-black dreads. Like, I fucking hate when I'm standing on BART and there's this gross white dude with some ugly ass dreads that look like fucking matted, gross hair, fucking flies probably falling out of it and shit. Like, like me moldy da, inside. Me da tanto fucking asco because like... It's just not clean. It's not. No, I I my, I had a housemate who was in the process of like growing out her dreads, and she was giving me this like really in depth explanation about like how dreading is formed and like, and, locking the hair. and locks and yeah. like all that kind of stuff. And I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. Ah, I wish I could do that. But if I did that, my hair would like fall out. Yeah. And I think it's amazing that you have the you have like hair superpowers basically. Yeah. <laughs> so. And she was like, yeah, and that's why white dreads don't work. And they really don't. She's like, the, re- the way that non-black hair forms through dreading is by not showering. Yeah. And I'm like, that's nasty. It is. So, like, like, dreads are not filthy. They're only filthy outside of someone that doesn't have that hair texture and that yeah. hair type. Because showering is a, is a big part of, <laughs> of maintaining yeah. your locks and, like, like you, you can't not shower. Yeah. Fucking nasty ass people. 
I'm done with you. I would love to cut braids, but that'd be like assault. <laughs> but I also know that a lot of Latinx people feel that they can have dreads too and like all these things. And I'm like, nah, y'all aren't cute. You're not cute either. No. Bye. Sorry. That shit's nasty. That shit's gross. So that's something that I want to want people to leave behind. <laughs> this fake woke. Ooh, sorry. That's something that I want to leave behind or want people to leave behind because I don't want to see that shit on Bart every week and smelling some dude's nasty hair. No. And I'm like, you're, you're fake woke. Fuck yep. you. Like, <laughs> I hate it. Sorry, that was like so angry, but I really dislike. <laughs> no, it's, it's totally valid. Being on smelly Bart and then next to some smelly dread guy. Ugh. And stealing tweets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's too many of that. Yeah. Too many of those. Like, ugh. I'm gonna call them out. Undocumedia. Undocumedia? Hella steals tweets. Well, credit the people they reposted from, but not the person who created. Yo. I mean, it's not just Undocumedia. There's a lot of people that do that. Or just, like, content and media. Images. All these types of things. Not cre- like it's cool if you want to put that shit on your. I mean, even it might not even be cool if you want to put that shit on your yeah. IG page. You should be able to figure out and credit the people that you are want putting artwork on your page from, yeah. or just like and all these other people kind of take what's in the internet and just like paste it on their page, yeah. and then they get more clout, more yeah. likes more of these things oh you're funny i'm like well not really the person who actually made this tweet which was is funny obviously not on doggy media is funny yeah so ak. yeah <laughs> damn you just called someone out i did like a lot of these places they do they have good intentions but you need to credit the people yeah that you're pulling things from yes so leave that shit behind please leave that shit behind because we want to support you yeah but, but it's hard when you keep doing this fucked up shit <laughs> it is it is really hard so that's something that i hope that we will also keep account for ourselves as yes, well yes definitely okay hey so that wraps up this episode yes me puedes despedir sam yes i can give you the first despedida of 2018 This is off the dome because I didn't write anything. <laughs> off the dome. Um, I think renewal. Renewal is definitely something that we all take into account. So New Year is definitely, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, this is this is going to be my year. This is the year that I changed this and this about me. This is the year that I'm going to grow so much that, oh, like 2017 me, who was that? Like, <laughs> y'all better not fuck with me this year. Like, I think those attitudes underline them is something benevolent i think the approach might not be the best just because i don't know i've had too many people message me this weekend and be like oh yeah i'm gonna be so mean this year you know like me i said that (laughs) you weren't the only one like other people were saying i'm gonna be so mean this year i can't wait yeah and like they were so hyped to be mean and being mean is hard it is it's really hard it's i'm up to the challenge though (laughs) no and it's just harmful to your own energies so i want to encourage you all to think about renewal but think about being kind that doesn't mean let yourself be taken advantage of either because i think too many people think oh they're nice i can just like walk all over them but no you got to be kind but let yourself be respected let yourself know how much you want to give people and how much you want to let people take from you 
because some people will take more than you're willing to give and that's not cool so you basically gotta set the boundaries and let people know that they're not entitled to anything of yours they're not entitled to your labor they're not entitled to just you know your your free will your your time your energy they're not entitled to any of that but you got to be willing to give it to them if that's what you want if you want to be mean go for it just know it's gonna be hard it's gonna be annoying people are people aren't gonna fuck with you which is might which might be what you want i think that's what a lot of people want <laughs> but i want to encourage y'all to be vulnerable and be soft just because it's it's easier not enough people do it and i think it's it's more benevolent in the long run so think about renewal think about what you want to do with this year but think about being kind if possible to people around you also thanks for the call out but i'm probably gonna be mean like i'm sorry not not intentionally like i don't want to be mean but i also think that i'm someone that gets easily taken advantage of so i want to be more mean no yeah i think i want to stand my ground yeah i think the people who have said they want to be more mean are definitely people who have felt taken advantage of so i think it is as a defense mechanism but just cut those ties with those people who are taking advantage of you. Sometimes you can't, though. That's the thing. Sometimes you aren't able to. So no, yeah. that's why you got to be mean. Yeah. Or you can just... Uh, okay, well, if you want to be mean, be nice to people who are nice to you. Be nicer. I mean, I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, my... my I, I don't know. I think it's just, like, segmented thinking where I'm like, oh, you're mean. You're mean to everyone. Like, I know that's not the case. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Tune, All right. Tune in next week when we talk about fucking other shit. I don't know. <laughs> more more anime. <laughs> more anime. We will have an anime episode one day. I know we will. Yeah. Even if nobody wants it. We gotta do it. We're gonna do whatever we want. We can do it when I finish Naruto. I'm almost Yeah, so we can have a recap. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about Sasuke. Yeah. Yeah. And then watch Boruto. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yes. I'm down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. May it be filled with wonderful energies, love, warmth, good food, wonderful food, travels, better understandings of self, better better care. sex. <laughs> if you like sex. If you like sex, better sex is always good. Um tell the pe- the people around you how you feel about them. Yes. Stop being a little fucking bitch if with your emotions, be emotional. Be emotional. Validate your emotions. Validate people around you too for sharing their emotions. Like be like, hey, I know that was hard for you to say. So thank you for saying that. Yes. I gotta do that too. So goodbye. And we hope to see you next week with better energy and yes. good vibes. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>